It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we got to go to work. We got to do right offense. Go to work. Hey, everybody, how are we doing? It is NFL in London podcast. It is the week nine preview. Joining with a special guest, our buddy Chapman, Chapman Maddox. First time on the podcast, buddy. Welcome in. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. Hello, football fans. Now, Chapman, as you can tell by his voice, is American. and That's true. But he also is an Atlanta Falcons fan, which is a really horrible season for you. Born and raised Atlanta. Well, I mean, it's one of many horrible seasons we've No, had. but I mean, it's just you, you guys hit injuries so bad right off the get-go that it was it's it was just like, oh, man. You just sort of look every week, and it's like Matty Ice has to keep throwing up the big numbers yeah. and compensating for all the other crap that's going uh, on. Well, I mean, it's the history of Matty Ice. He's never had a defense, but we've actually, you know, we've been very fortunate the last few seasons to not have any major injuries, you know. Yeah. And uh, we just got hit with that Chargers bug, as they, as they like to say. Yeah. Which Chargers? The San Diego Chargers <laughs> bug or the L.A. Chargers? Well, I, I lived many years in Los Angeles before moving to London. I can never say the Los Angeles Chargers. It's very hard. It's, it's You just get caught in the San Diego Chargers. <laughs> but then they're not even that popular, but they're having a good season. Well, so I heard Ryan saying last week that he wanted them to be the London Chargers, and that makes no sense to me. No, I don't think. I mean, we've, we've talked before in our podcast. I don't ever think there'll be a team over here. It's not plausible. It's not feasible. Uh, but Ryan always has a lot of hope of things. Ryan has unfortunately died on his honeymoon. He was eaten by baboons. It's very sad. Yeah, it's even sadder. He was a Bills fan. So, um, <laughs> you know, that's actually why they targeted him. They well, saw well, the, got to be killed in the wild. Like they saw the Bills hat. <laughs> and uh, no, he'll come back with a lot of attitude on Sunday, telling us all about Africa. Um, so, yeah, the big week of games of the season so far. We're halfway through the season. Chapman, how are you feeling about it? Um, it's a weird season. It feels like there's a real sea change in the NFL this year. Mm. You, you know, we're, 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 we're going to be saying goodbye to some of our old friends, uh, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, and maybe uh, maybe not this year, but no. coming soon. But we're saying hello to new friends, Mahomes. Mahomes is having a hell of a year. Which is very exciting. Maybe Mitchell Trubisky, maybe not. Maybe. I don't know. I, don't know. I'm, I'm not, I mean, I was a Bears fan. I'm, I'm a little upset. His footwork needs work. You know, yeah. like he needs to watch Footloose a lot of times. Right. And and obviously Jared Goff. I mean, he's having he's a stellar year. Yeah. I mean, the Rams, uh, this is the, the first uh, week that they might actually lose a game. But we'll, we'll talk about that. I'm obviously. excited to talk about that game, too. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll get into the season. I mean, it's, it has been an interesting season. I mean, you've got the Rams that are undefeated. You have the Patriots now resurging once again. You have the NFC Do East. You, are we, this is something I was going to bring up with you. Do you, do you I mean, their schedule, it's a little... Little suspect. I mean, I know it's not college where you know yeah. every, every NFL game means something. I was going to bring this up with you when we get to that game, but I don't know if I quite. I mean, granted, you can't go against Belichick and Tom Brady. That's yeah. still there, but I, I don't know. I just can't. Well, they had the Bears. They had uh, the Chiefs. You yeah, know, they've won it's some a great game at home, but they got two. They had two prime time games at home back to back. Yeah, I mean, well, they are prime time. I mean, people want to watch Tom Brady. They want to see what's happening. I mean, their defense has been a bit suspect. I think of late, they don't really have much of a running game. But Belichick prepares. Yeah, you know. And, and Greatest coach of all time, in my You opinion. know, when the first few losses they had, it was like they just sort of adapted, I think, you know, the way that uh, Jacksonville smoked them. Yeah. You know, and now Jacksonville's smoking themselves. You know, Blake Bortles. Well, I mean. He torched <laughs> them. He looked like a world-class quarterback, and now he right. looks like. But isn't that part of the Bortles exper- exper- yeah. experiment? Yeah, it's like yeah, taking so. out the trash. You don't know what you're going to get <laughs> and who's going to pick it up and what's going to happen. I mean, there's a big trades this week. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Because you do have um, uh, the New England-Green Bay game uh, with ha-ha, Clinton Dix gone. And our friend Andre is so confident about Green Bay every week. Right. It's funny, though, when they lose, he doesn't reply to your text. <laughs> it's a very Andre Like, thing. when I write, fuck the pack, like, six times to him, 
he doesn't get back to me. To be fair, I don't respond to your twenty-eight uh, to three texts. So oh, come on! Sense. I think a lot. I think a lot of people love those ones. Okay. There were some girls who dressed as, as up for Halloween. I saw that. You posted uh, that. It was very. So fun. we had the London games too. We had just announced four games next year. It's yeah. pretty exciting. Two at uh, Tottenham, two at Wembley. If it's done, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the difference being though, because you've got Tottenham uh, Stadium has sixty-five thousand, Wembley eighty-five. So it's right. going to be this weird sort of juxtaposition because that's forty thousand fans difference in a game. Now, um, you guys talked about it last week. Will we get two teams here that have winning records by the time they make it to London next year? It's such a difficult thing to think if we will. You know, just because you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, a lot of these times, these teams don't want to come right. here. How excited were we all for Seahawks Raiders? And then it was... Well, know, I mean, even ja- even the Jags uh, Eagles. Well, the Jags you know, Eagles. Hey, the yeah. Super Bowl champs are coming back. Yeah. And and look what they did. Yeah. I mean, they won, but it was still... They're, they're not a shell of the four themselves. Um, you know, they've traded, yeah. made a few trades, trades but yeah. they're, not, they're not looking that good. Now, yeah. I, you can't see them barely making the playoffs, maybe. Washington's almost looking like the best team in that division. Well, we're going to talk about that game. They're playing my Falcons this week. They are playing your Falcons this yeah. week. <laughs> well, we can get into the games. So let's start... Sure. Well, We'll get into week nine. Let's go with the, the worst piece of turgid dog <laughs> shit. And I'm not talking about that because you locked your dog out of the room. <laughs> Oakland, San Francisco combined have the same amount of wins as the Buffalo Bills, which is only two. It's awful. The it's- one in six versus the one in seven. And you're like, this is prime time in America Thursday night. Well, first of all, this let's talk about something. The NFL needs to learn how to flex these primetime games coming out. I mean, it's great to have divisional matchups. Obviously, this is not this is interconference, but uh, you know this is a game that we should not have to watch on Thursday night, and I will not be watching. Well, we won't because it's yeah. luckily in the UK, it's it's yeah. airing at twelve thirty at <laughs> night. Uh, we still have the time change, so it's twelve thirty. So um, if anyone stays up till three thirty, watch it. Um, I guess the interesting thing, uh, Gruden, I think had a big win this week or, or whenever that was a few days ago when he got he got a first for Amari Cooper before yeah. uh, some of the other wide receiver trades happened this week. That's a big win. I mean, sure. the Cowboys are suckers as yeah. normal. Jerry Jones, like reactionary. Yeah, traits. let's get a deep threat wide receiver with a quarterback who can't throw deep. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think obviously, what is Oakland like? What is the message now in that lo- locker room? Do you We're think? moving to Vegas. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just stay, stay yeah. calm. Everybody. You ever heard of a Jewish fire sale? Uh, yeah. Um, no, I think they're going. You know, obviously, he sort of looked at it. I don't know how happy they are with Carr. You know, Gruden comes in. He, he's the big $10 million man. He's got right. a 10-year contract. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if it's not the team he wants, he's just going to trade them off, you yeah. know? And, I mean, he inherited the Bucks, and he did the same thing. I yeah. mean, the Bucks are actually absolute crap. And then he took them over, but he had a good defense, built that up. They have no defense. Right. He got out of Khalil Mack. Where did that guy go to again? He went to all the <laughs> Bears. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think it's a real rough one for them. Um, and San Francisco, tons of injuries as well. You know, you don't even know if Matt Breda is going to be back this week. And he's basically the only shining star. Beat hard, um, which was my nickname in high school. Um, <laughs> he's, you know, he just can't throw the ball. He can't move the ball around. You know, they actually made Josh Rosen look pretty good last week. Yeah, defense. That's yeah. how bad it was. Yeah. So it's amazing to see what's going to happen this week. The, the, the thing that gets me, though, in this game, the spread is three-point favorites for San Fran. I saw that. It, and it, a total over under of 47. I just don't get that. It's, it opened at four, yeah. uh, and now it's uh, in Vegas. It's at two and a half. I don't, I, this should be a pick game, in my view, or, or maybe slightly favored just because just San Fran's home. But these teams are equal and crappy. They're both shit. They're both, you know, it's Oakland-San Fran, so it's the Battle of the Bay, really. Yeah. Um, 
So, I mean, it's not in, much to say. Right? It's, it's <laughs> in the Double Denim Stadium, uh, Levi Stadium, which they've had trouble winning at. Yeah. You know, they've always had trouble. I mean, they have trouble. They've only won one game. So, well, do you think, okay, so uh, G- Jimmy, let's play this. Jimmy G comes back next year. What if they're 8 and 8? Are they okay? Shanahan, I mean, this that'll be the third year with him. And look, yeah. I, I, Shanahan did, Shanahan helped revitalize the Falcons. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, but he, I think it's interesting as a Falcons fan. Uh, he gets very little criticism for that Super Bowl uh, now. Yeah, uh, he's still a genius. You got Jimmy G, all these things, but like, you know, he's got to be a head coach now. You know? Yeah, I mean, so, it is, and it's it's hard because they haven't been depleted by injuries like a lot yeah, of people. Fair. That that is the, that is the winning record. It all depends on how many how many injuries you have. So, I I really just think this is a real difficult thing for him. They're sort of I think they'll give him a bit of time, but I mean, look at Hugh. But he's got the Rams in his. You division. look at Hugh Jackson. I mean, it's his winning a season. With yeah. two, and yeah. they let him go. Yeah. But they let go of all their offensive guys, which is well, really I crazy. Think, I think the Browns are an outlier in dysfunction. So. Well, I think, I think you got to look at it now. San Fran is looking towards next year. They're, yeah. they're looking. It's like, okay, we're not going to yeah. win. We're going we're gonna to move this and do this. Oakland, the same thing. I mean, it's between you know all these southern teams, San Fran, Oakland, and Arizona looking for people. Uh, I'll throw this at you. It's now it opened at a forty-seven and a half over under. It's now at forty-five and a half. This is these are Vegas yeah. uh, odds. Uh, I'm not. I, I I rarely bet over and under. What what's your gut on this? You, you I, my gut under? my gut on this one because I always look at weather when it comes to over under. It's just sort of one of the preternatural yeah. things. Uh, I see this. I've actually got Oakland winning this game thirty to twenty. Hmm. Um, only because their defenses are so poor, they're both going to exploit each other up the middle. Right. You know, they're pretty soft on the, They're pretty solid on each of the sides, but up the middle, which is what Josh Rosen did last week, he gutted them. Right. So. Having seen what they did to San Fran last week, Oakland's just going to take a play from that. But Oakland, again, has no pass rush. Right. So that's going to give Beat Hard a lot of time. And Marshawn Lynch being out, too. You can't, yeah. you can't ground the so ball. So if you have Breda coming in, they're going to use him a lot in a slot. They're going to use a lot of sort of gives and goes to him. So you know, that's my prediction. I, I've got it 30 to 20. I, I'm not... You know, I'm not playing anyone in this game in fantasy. Yeah. I never like to play people on Thursdays anyway. Um, I just find that you're usually low scoring, um, but last week was not. But um, yeah, I, it's one of these games. I'm just like, Ugh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not good. Yeah. So let's move on to the next game. Uh, we're one of the uh, the next game. Let's go to talk Detroit, Minnesota, uh, battle of the NFC North. Uh, Detroit three and four. Minnesota four three and one. Minnesota four point favorites in this one. The fifty two and a half over under. Minnesota's starting to come together finally, it looks like. Maybe. Right. Uh, Everson Griffin could be back. Rhodes could be back as well, which means defense is coming back. Their defense has struggled of late. I know a lot of people have dropped them into fantasy. Um, so, you know, the, the big thing is going to be here is can Detroit, who has, you know, Matt Stafford, on Johnson, who's having a great year, can they overcome this, this game, this Minnesota defense? Um, I personally think this is going to be Minnesota's game to come back and, and, and get back right. Um, I think they've looked off a little bit the last couple of weeks. And um, what's interesting to me, too, is the, on the Detroit side, they trade Tate away. Yeah. Um, you know, they obviously have an abundance of riches there in terms sure. of world wide receiver. I don't, yeah. I don't think it's yeah. killing their locker room or anything. But, you know. Um, it is interesting because you never like to lose weapons during the season, but unless you get a good pick unless, and you know you're in a tough division, yeah, I think it was so, a good trade for them. Yeah, but. no, I think it was a good trade for them. Long he's thirty term. years old as well. Yeah, so they weren't going to pay him anyway. He's yeah. thinking he's going to get sixteen million next yeah. year, which is insane. Yeah. Um, but my thing here is it's Kirk Cousins. Oh. I think I think he has to come out and have a great game. I think he's looked really really good in some yeah. spots, and then he is also caught, you know 
Yeah, he hasn't won them the game. So yeah. if he can put it, I think this is a this is a beatable Detroit team. Obviously, they're still putting things together. My other question though is too, what what what's going on with Matt Stafford at this point? In in the you know yeah. he he's usually good nine ten wins. You know maybe get a playoff spot here and there. I, at some point, if you're Detroit. Do you start thinking about the future? Maybe this is not this time to talk yeah. about that, but it's a little early. I, I think it's, he doesn't have a lot of weapons. I mean, he doesn't hasn't had a lot of pass, pass protection, so it's always been struggling. Right. I, I, I think he's a great quarterback. I would put him in the top five in the league. Like, really? I, I would take him. Are you kidding me? I would take him, I would take him to the Bears. He's got a hell of an arm oh, on him. Well, yeah. He's got That's great <laughs> vision. He's got great vision, hell of an arm on him. He's got a huge arm still, yeah. And he's still, he, you know, obviously he's got a big contract rewarded with him. I, I think he's better than Carson Wentz. Right. I think he's better than Kirk Cousins. Right. Um, he's got that ability. He's one of those pocket guys that just reads it. You just see him reading it, and he can scramble and chuck right. the ball. Well, I'm a big Georgia Bulldog fan, so I always like seeing him good. So, but he should, yeah. I, I guess my, my bigger point is... You know, and we had this with Matt Ryan in the early days where we made the playoffs a few years in a row, but we couldn't win that game. Yeah. It's like, it feels like you've been very stagnant with Matt. Sure. And, and maybe that's not his fault. And because I, I also didn't think it was always Matt Ryan's fault. I'm going to yeah. be comparing things to the Falcons a lot. Sure, of course. And gentlemen. Um, but uh, my other thing with Minnesota, too, is what uh, Thielen's doing. Yeah. Oh, he's he, crazy. He's, he's insane. insane. I mean, like, how yeah. good is this guy? And, and the fact that they got him. Uh, you know, what, he wasn't drafted, right? If I'm no, not mistaken. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they found this product. Uh, I'm I'm a huge fan of Zimmer. I think yeah. he's I think he's a great coach. He's old school in a way that still works for today. Uh, I like Minnesota. I think yeah. they've just hit a couple of rough spots. You know. So do you like him in this game to win? Oh, absolutely. Any and, predictions? Any scores? Um, you know, so looking at the over under, it's uh, it's sitting at around four, 49 now. I think this is gonna, one of those games where Minnesota is just going to pour it on. Okay. Yeah. I think I think it's one of those 28, 21 score. You know, maybe, yeah. Okay. Maybe maybe getting up there. So um, I also I, I like Minnesota in the points here, even though it's four and a half. It's a little bit to swallow yeah. in a division game. I, I like them a lot in this spot. Uh, I've got them. I've got this as a twenty-four seventeen Minnesota win, not covering the over. I think Adam Thielen's going to have a good game. Carry uh, on Johnson will also have a good game, I think, because um, they're going to use him in a slot role. Um, but if Griffin does come back and Rhodes are both back, I see this score going down because Minnesota's defense will go on. But I right. don't know if Minnesota has that great scoring capacity to be able to do it. It'll be an interesting game. Obviously, as a Bears fan, the NFC North. But uh, yeah. Let's let's move on to the next game, uh, a blowout game. It looks like potentially <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs, a seven and one, oh, having geez. lost one game to New York, uh, New England Patriots, visiting Cleveland, uh, two five and one, fifty two point over under. KC favored by eight points, um, but Cleveland has gotten rid of Hugh Jackson. They've gotten rid of Todd Haley. You've gotten rid of your offensive coordinators, mm. so, which means you're not going really to have a lot of offense this week. Um, and against this <laughs> Kansas City uh, team, which is just. Shaking and baking and putting up so many damn points. Right. They have so many things. Kareem Hunt is just vaulting over everybody. Should we talk about the good first or the bad first? The good, whatever you like. Okay, well, first of all, as an NFL football fan, has it has there been a team that you've enjoyed watching more this year? Lovely. Than, They're just I, lovely. I mean, even yeah. in that one loss to the mm-hmm. Patriots, that game was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Mahomes is like just lights out. Hill is great. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, it, everybody, and you know what? There, some, I've always liked Andy Reid. I hated him when he was an Eagles coach because of you know being in the same conference with him. But uh, and uh, the Falcons, they they lost the NFC Championship game to them back in the day. But dude, Andy Reid just is like one of those coaches that you can root for, right? Yeah. And he is a mastermind of offense. So it's it's been fun, and it's cool to see old coaches reinvent themselves yeah. and and be this successful. Um, I, I don't know about you, but I think Mahomes is for real. For Damn, yeah, no, he's, like, 
Yeah. Everything I hear about Even him. Even Baker Mayfield said they should have drafted him. Cleveland <laughs> should have drafted him. He did. It was a, he said it should have drafted him instead of, um, uh, what's his name? Defensive guy. But uh, Miles Ma- uh, Garrett? Yeah, Miles Garrett. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about, I mean, if you, if you love the NFL, like I love the NFL and I'm sure like Wade does, uh, you've been listening to the soap opera, which is, uh, <laughs> in the Browns ever since yeah. our knocks. Um, you know, Hugh Jackson should have never been back. I think I have no idea. They should have run in Hugh Jackman. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, at this point, uh, I, I heard uh, another podcast I listened to actually mentioned that they should, um, they should do what the NBA did with the, with the Hornets where they just actually, Go in and take the team over. The no, NFL okay, takes yeah. the team sure, over and yeah. gets it straight. Sure, yeah. They're saying like communism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they should get uh, Marv Levy to just run the team for the rest of the year and yeah. then like tell Jimmy Haslam like what he has to do. But I mean, nothing says more dysfunction than getting rid of both your head coach and your offensive coordinator uh, because there's infighting and they were making Baker Mayfield kind of pick sides because yeah. they're both. And then and then then to top it off, you give it to Greg Williams, yeah. becomes your interim head coach, who you know was responsible for one of the biggest scandals in NFL history in Bounty Gate. So yeah, and, and if you saw anything of him on uh, on Hard Knocks, like he is he is as laughable a human being. He's a class ass. Yeah, so, class ass, not a class um, ass. And his son is now the uh, defensive coordinator. Nepotism right? in Cleveland. So um, look, I think here's the thing: the Browns have a lot of talent, and and if. You know, and of course, this is so cliche in football, but a couple of different things fall their ways. They they have a winning record this oh, yeah. season. They've got a ton of talent. I think that's a I think that's a team. If you could get the owner out of the business of it, that's a team you really want to come and coach. I think it's yeah. a desirable place. But I mean, I don't know. I think this is going to be a bloodbath. I mean, plain and simple. But I, I but the only hope I see here is that maybe the Browns are playing for their own pride. Sure. Well, they're they're at home. You're going to score a few points. I mean, it's not like Casey's defense is is all that. Right. So there are points to be scored on them. Right. Um, as anyone's put up, I have this one as a Kansas City 41, Cleveland 20 victory. Ooh. How about yourself? What kind of spread? I mean, eight points. I think they'll easily overdo that. Yeah. Uh, it's well. I. I believe they covered the Kansas City cover last week, so they've covered every game of the season, right? Uh, yeah, they, this point spread they were barely they lost the, they didn't cover the spread. I don't think last week. Yeah, okay. last so week. they're like seven points. Yeah. So they're what they're seven and one against the spread this yeah. season. Uh, I think this is one if you can get it under ten, you take that. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you go. Uh, I, I agree. I think Kansas City is definitely scoring at least thirty five yeah. points or more. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I think Cleveland would be lucky to get two touchdowns. In this yeah. Game. Even with that crazy, awful Kansas City defense. Even with that crazy, awful. It's still it's getting better. I mean, just like the Patriots are getting better. Yeah. Um, here's a game that Sky Sports is playing. If anyone's watching Sky Sports, we'll be watching uh, Greenwood this week. And then yeah, later, the, um, later, the Princess Alex, probably for the second game, because Greenwood closed at 11 uh, for now. But Thanksgiving news, we'll be doing big Thanksgiving there. Coming up, we'll announce that. So Pittsburgh at Baltimore. I knew this was going to be the one. AFC North. 4-2-1 uh, Pittsburgh at Baltimore. 4-4. Four four. Baltimore favored by 3. 47.5 points. These two fought in week four, uh, where Joe Flacco went 28 for 42, 363 yards towards Pittsburgh. I can't see anything happening different, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, how about yourself? I mean, Pittsburgh well, is struggling. Here's the deal. Uh, Pittsburgh has won three in a row. Ravens have lost two in a row. And they've lost two in a row badly. Not yeah. not bad in terms of the score, badly in terms of the way they've lost. Yeah. And uh, this is a must-win game, must game in terms of division standing for the Ravens. I think you're going to get the best game of the year from the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's amazing what Joe Flacco has uh, done this year in terms of, I mean, he's, he's not a MVP caliber quarterback, but he has totally not looked the same as he has. I've watched yeah. him the last two years. 
And uh, he, he's, he was almost Eli Manning-ish, if you will. Um, but now he's totally sort of turned that around and he looks functional. He looks like he can hit. He's got some talent around yeah. him again. Um, look, I, the, the Steelers, again, have been the same thing for years and years and years. Um, they can they can they can pull these games out. It's really just going to be a matter of who wants it more. Yeah. Um, I think this one's at home. This is at home, for yeah, for Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah. So you know they're sitting at minus three. I think it's a tight game. I think it's within three points. I mm-hmm. see the Ravens pulling out because they they need it more. I think Pittsburgh is sitting fat and happy over the last three games, even though yeah. it is a division rival. Um, I just think those two losses are really going to be. A, 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 they need a bounce back game. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean, I the difference I see this. I see it more as a, a bit more of a blowout. Uh, really, I think I think Baltimore is actually going to put the pressure on him. There is talk that Le'Veon Bell might come back this week. Uh, they're saying he might show up. James Conner is going to struggle. I think against that Baltimore defense. That Baltimore defense is probably one of the top defenses in the league right now. Uh, and, love, they, and they did, they got embarrassed last year. And, I, and I love the way that they're using Lavar Jackson as well um, as a secondary quarterback. Yeah. Just come in and throw things around yeah. and do stuff. They're having fun with it. Have you heard? Have you heard that Joe Flacco when he when when Lamar comes in, Joe Flacco lines up. He doesn't move. Oh, like yeah. he won't even like fake run the route. Yeah. And somebody was saying that they um, that they're they're saving this play for the playoffs. That you know one day he is going to take off. And yeah. He's, he's gonna Lamar's going to hit him down for like. You know, like well, Flacco's the tallest quarterback in the league. You might as well throw it to him. He's six yeah. eight, man. Throw it to him. <laughs> throw a ball up. Uh, but I see this as Baltimore really pulling ahead. I think they're going to you know that defense is going to put the clamps on Connor which then they're going to have to shut down Juju, shoot down Antonio Brown as well, which I think they can do, but it'll be a back-and-forth battle. I have Baltimore winning this one 34-Pittsburgh 24. Wow. Yeah. I, I see it as a closer contest. I, okay, I think, it, I think it stays game. in a – yeah, so I, I still have the three-point game. Um, I'm, I'm probably staying away in terms of betting because the, the AFC North always burns me on these It's games. always a hard – it's always a hard – Unless it's Cleveland. Do. Yeah, unless it's Cleveland. <laughs> Uh, another game. Let's go to the South for a second now. Uh, yeah. Three and four, Tampa Bay at Carolina. Five and two, Carolina beating Baltimore last week. A game I called. I called that game. Um, uh, Fifty-four points. Baltimore. Carolina is favored by seven in this one. Um, Jameis Winston is out. Fitzmagic is in. Fitzmagic really had a. He came back in man last week and he was throwing. Almost, he was tossing that game, ball yeah. around. So he is playing like he wants a job. And I think people are starting to pay attention. So. How will this happen with this one, uh, with Fitz, you know, with Fitzmagic? Um, how do you see this game? Any thoughts on this? Well, I should go ahead and say, you know, you're not, when you're doing these types of things, you're not supposed to bring your biases, but I hate both these teams. But uh, No, but I, which but, division are they in? What? Yeah, yeah. No, but uh, out of respect, I, I actually think, uh, and I was going to bring throw this out to you, um, I really like the Panthers. I thought that, I thought them coming back against uh, the Eagles was a huge win yeah. for them, um, despite, you know, the state of the Eagles at the, yeah. up until today. And um, I Cam is playing well. The defense is playing really well. They seem like a team, mm-hmm. which I think is really a, a big thing for them. Um, I I wondered, you know, are they one of those sneaky teams that you know you they're they're probably not going to win the division. It's probably going to be the Saints. They get in as a wild card and they make some noise because they they're kind of just solid on both yeah. sides of the ball. And they can you know they can knock somebody out who's a little bit you know maybe it's a little premature for that. Um, I think as far as this game goes, um, I think. Fit. I don't know why you ever took Fitz out. I mean, I guess you had to see what you have again. With sure. Jam- well, Jameis is, he is technically he's got more skills technically, but Fair he enough. doesn't use the same vision that Fitz does. He's a very impetuous sometimes. Physically, I think he's he's a better runner. Right. He can throw the ball really hard. 
But, you know, Fitzmagic really finds the pocket. He ro- he owns the pocket. Well, I saw a stat today um, where Fitzmagic and uh, – can't call him anything else yeah. – and, and Jameis Winston have roughly about the same amount of um, attempts. Yeah. And, and Fitzpatrick has 400 more yards than him already. Yeah. So, and, and if I watched one game uh, – I watched, the, obviously, the Falcons-Buccaneers game earlier. And, and I think that was when he was still playing – um, and he, or maybe it was the game, actually it was the game before that. Um, he, he, the team responds to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, uh, Deshaun Jackson is into it. Yeah. Mike, Mike Evans, the team seems to rally around him more. I just don't, yeah. I think James, in terms of being a leader of that team, it's done. It's not the same. It's like he didn't go to Harvard. Yeah, um, he didn't go to Harvard. Um, but, uh, you know, look, this is in Carolina. Uh, I think the defense for the Panthers, uh, they're, they're playing really well right yeah. now. Um, I think they've, they face tougher competition in terms of more creative offenses with, with the Eagles and stuff. They got down a little early, but they were able to come back. Um, I just think you're just talking about a superior team in the Panthers and the Bucks. I think the Bucks are on the way down, and then and the Panthers are on the way up still. See, I well, differently. I think that uh, Fitzmagic is going to inspire this game. They'll put Uh-oh. a lot of pressure Uh-oh. on him. I don't see them winning, but I okay. see them covering the seven points. I have Carolina winning 28, Tampa Bay 24. I have it as four point spread. Uh, Tampa is, you know, they under Fitz, they were coming back. He was late. He throws a deep ball. Right. And they will utilize that. Well, uh, Vegas, Vegas definitely thinks Fitzmagic is worth half a point here. So, because I had this has the, uh, it, op- it opened at seven. It's now down to six and a half. I'm definitely taking Tampa Bay in the points in this, in this yeah. because Carolina has, despite being solid, has been playing really tight games yeah. across the board. So um, it'll be an, inter- an interesting one. Interesting. Well, one what score did you have again? I had 28-24 for Carolina. All right, all right. Let's move on to the battle of the AFC East. Am I talking Patriots? No, I am talking <laughs> New York Jets. Three and five New York Jets. Mercurial Miami is four and four. Three-point favorites it was for Miami, uh, but they're saying Brock Eisweller is going to be in. 45 points over under. Brock, um, what can you say about him? Um, and, you know, Miami really the heist. Has, he has no wide receivers <laughs> to throw to. You know, uh, New York Jets had uh, Anderson and Enua um, injured, maybe coming back this week. But is this, you know, with Miami favored by three, I just don't get it. Um, my question to you is, if the Dolphins lose this game to the Jets, is Adam Gase the next Hugh Jackson? Is he the next... Is he the next uh, I don't think so. I think they love him because the first games, they played with a lot of fun. I mean, they were, the fans still love it. They beat, you know, they beat the Bears. It was the weather that beat the Bears. It, we were wearing blue uniforms and it was 100 degrees. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think they can't... You really, you know, when you've got a coach and a team and they've been injured by so much, you yeah. can't really blame the coach. Right. Gase has just sort of got these learning curves. I mean, fuck, he had Cutler last year, for God's sake. So At his own behest, though. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, you know, this is a game... You really, I don't understand why Miami's favorite. I would have picked... I would have picked them or I would have picked Jets, but I have the Jets winning this game. Yep. Um, you know, and continuing on, I think, uh, you know, you've got... You know- Darnold's a lot better than anything Miami can throw out. Yeah, well, my thing with Miami is I, they've got Frank Gore and they got Kenyon Drake in the backfield. Kenyon Drake has flashed this year. I have him on. I drafted him way too often in uh, yeah. this, this year in fantasy. Uh, and of course, as soon as I benched him, he you know has does gone a thirteen off. point yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I did have him last Thursday, which thank goodness. Yeah. But um, y- you know. They've got to get those two dudes running right now because if you've got Brock Osweiler as your quarterback, you're not doing a whole yeah. lot. We've seen that in three different teams now. Um, I think I think you have to run the ball. Um, I think the I mean I know the Jets has a really stout defense even even with you know uh, uh, um, their their record, but I think if you're Miami, you're at home. 
grind, play a grind game, man. Yeah. You know, um, as far as Sam Darnold's concerned, I've liked what I've seen this year. Um, I do have the Jets winning this game too because I do yeah. think they're marginally better. Uh, and unless Miami can really do anything on offense, which would have to be with that running game, I I don't really see them having a chance. Um, I don't believe in Brock Osweiler whatsoever. No, I don't even think parents believe in him. <laughs> even his mom picked the Jets. Yeah, I, I, it's not going to be a, a good game. Do you think his mom wears a Peyton Manning jersey of Broncos? No, or? she probably wears an Eli Manning jersey. <laughs> Look, if you're going to throw something, throw it hard. No, oh, like come on. Boston. So, yeah, I think we both got the Jets in this one. All right, let's talk your team now. Oh, Three boy. and four Atlanta is visiting Washington. Five and two uh, over and under in this 47 and a half. Washington favored by one and a half points. Atlanta's coming off a bye week, though, but still, the injuries still resound on yeah. Atlanta. Um, I'll, I'll take myself out of this one a little bit in my own fandom. So, um, obviously, on paper, Washington's been playing really well, but uh, Washington has uh, played a lot of NFC East teams so far this year, and I don't think that's a quality conference except for maybe the Eagles, and that's mm-hmm. still sort of, I think they're an okay team at this point. They could get better. We've got you know a bunch of games to go. Um, I, I don't think Alex is, uh, Alex Smith has given them any sort of the, the dynamicism that they have in Cousins, but their defense is ridiculous. And yeah. they, this is this is a battle. I wrote this down. This is a battle of O versus D. Yeah. It's can Sark beat Jay Gruden's defense? Yeah. Um, I think Jay Gruden's probably a better defensive mind than, J- than Sarkeesian is an offensive mind, but I also think Matt Ryan's a really good quarterback. He is a I damn think. good quarterback. Um, so it's really just going to be if, if, if Atlanta can execute in the red zone again. Yeah. Um, we know their, dis- their defense is Swiss cheese, but I'm not really that scared of Alex Smith. Um, I think where the, what I am scared of is AP looking like he's 25 years old. He is having a hell of a game, a uh, hell of a year, and uh, yeah, I have him with big figures in this game. Yeah, I, I do too. And I, I, but you know, if that's their one dimension, I think the the, the problem is with the, with Atlanta is we're so thin up up on that um, in that linebacker core yeah. right now. We've got some rookies playing. We've got some uh, second year guys. Um, and we're really missing the heart and soul of our defense, which everybody knows about. Um, really, the key for Atlanta here, I think, is going to be getting the lead early and then just, and just maintaining and just trying to keep up. If they can do that, they can win this game. If not, if they're having to come from behind and, and make some stops, ain't going to happen. Yeah. I, I, the real problem I have here is that you know what people have exposed with Atlanta is – up the middle, <clears throat> you can you've got a good pass rush sometimes on the outside, but up the middle people will just torture. That's where the spine's gone, and and that's the problem you're going to have is AP will run it, but then you got Jordan Reed, and Jordan Reed is going to have a hell of a game. I've got him in DraftKings, I've got him in all my yeah. fantasy. He is going to have you know because they're just using him. He's going to do quick outs, and Atlanta yeah. won't be able to stop no. that. The problem is also Atlanta doesn't have the running game response. You know you got too many injuries in the running game. And, you know, that just puts all the pressure on Matt. Yeah. So it's a very difficult thing. I have Washington winning this one 30-20. to 20. Um, I think that uh, once Washington builds up a bit of a lead, Matty will come back. But there's going to be a lot of pressure. That defense is going to be all over him. I really hope he can survive because that defense is getting very strong. Well, we haven't run the ball as effectively as we should, you know, with Freeman, obviously, on IR now. Uh, Coleman's look good, but he and Ido Smith has emerged. But, you know, you, your Sark has not been able... Uh, to to really utilize the running backs in the way that that Kyle Shanahan did before him, and, and which sucks because we have really dynamic running backs yeah. of, of different forms and speeds. The other thing is our offensive line is is not been playing very well the last couple of games. So um, I, I agree with you. If, if Washington is able to get a lead, the game's over. Yeah. Um, but you know, Matt. Again, I know a lot of people, and this is an Atlanta Falcons fan saying this. Matt is a, I think he's a superior quarterback, and if he 
you know, he can at times. You could put it on his back and he can win a game for you. So we'll, we'll see. But if I was a betting man, I would probably – I wouldn't bet Washington at minus one because you never know. But yeah. money line, I'm taking Washington in this one. I am a betting man and uh, I would not bet on that. <laughs> the final 6 o'clock game, um, this one that Ryan and I will be watching very intensely, Chicago Bears visiting Buffalo Bills. Oh, boy. Bears are 4-3. and three. Uh, coming off a win last week, nine-point favorites over Buffalo were two and six, over under 37. Um, Trubisky has scared me with his footwork, um, but this game, this is Buffalo. They have a great D, but, you know, you know. I, they I, have I, nothing I, else on the other it. side. I know a few other Shane, girls that love a, a the go, D. A ghost of Shady McCoy on the other side. But then against, you know, the, the Bills also have not faced, even with New England or everyone else they faced, they've not faced the Bears D before. No one has, no. and it's tough. And also, they got a short week. They're coming after a Monday night game, and they played a debilitating loss at home, uh, or to, to, sorry, to the New England Patriots. So now you got a short week, and you got to play Chicago, um, who's looking to keep moving up. Yeah. Uh, my question to you is: Is Matt going to be back in this game, or are they going to sit him another week? I think they probably will. I think his ankle will be fine. I mean, you might you want to crush Nathan Peterman, you know, right. like because well, that was the other thing was going to. They be. got nothing left, you know. Yeah. They got and what are the quarterback options after after we kill him? So you're going to bring back in. You know, like it's just. I mean, well, I read yeah, Josh Allen's out for what, well, you know three what's, weeks, and, and I don't want to get any go down any political talk here. But you know what's crazy is they. Uh, I heard that they talked to um, what was the old Texas quarterback. Uh, they made it. They they looked at some McCoy. What's okay, the, yeah. Oh no, he's on the Redskins. Yeah. Well, they they reached out to somebody. And and not to Colin Kaepernick, and yeah. it's like Colin Kaepernick has won games in this. It's like get somebody in there besides Peterman, just so it's watchable. I mean, Derek Anderson was a joke last week. Yeah, and, uh, embarrassing. I think even I think the way Kaepernick's career is going, I wouldn't take the job. You know, I wouldn't either. There were three. There were three dildos thrown in the field last week. Each <laughs> one of those had a starting chance. You know, and that was the most successful throw yeah. of the entire week. Because the thing about the dildo is too, it's built for vaginas and assholes. So it's dual threat. Unlike a lot of the Buffalo ones. This is clearly not a family podcast. Oh, God, no. Um, I mean, if you are, if the kids are listening, well, they're learning something. you know, me, look, I mean, this game should be a walk for the Bears. I, you know, I think it's more interesting to talk about what's going on with Trubisky right now. And um, I brought up, like, I brought him up in this new era of quarterbacks, but he obviously has some strengths and some weaknesses. Uh, he looks great when he's running. Yeah. He's got a freaking cannon, yeah. but his accuracy is uh, suspect. It's, it's his vision sometimes. I wonder, and I don't know if you can fix that. I don't know if it's something that comes down with the experience of it all, but he obviously didn't play a lot of games in college, but you look at his footwork and you look at some of the, the spin moves he does. Those are college moves. You don't do that. You're going to get smoked if you do that. Yeah. Some of the runs he had, I mean, some of the runs last week were great. But also his vision, when you look, it's like there's two guys open and he'll just chuck it away. And you're like, dude, what are you doing? Do you think uh, Robinson's um, struggles this year have been because of Trubisky? Or do you think he's got something else going on? Because I, I've tried to figure that out. I have him one of my teams. I mean, yeah, I, I think, you know, Trubisky doesn't have that deep ball threat as we've seen when he chucked that, uh, you know, that Hail Mary to White. Um, he, I just, I think it's his youth and, and it's just trying to get him to settle down. And working with this team, it's growing pains, you know, with the new coach and everything going on. Uh, I just think it's going to take some time. And if, it, if he can't get settled by the end of the season, I think they're going to have to draft someone. Right. Or or pretty much trade for someone. Trade for someone who's like an experienced quarterback. Not Kaepernick, though. We don't want any kneelers in our town. <laughs> um, I think with Buffalo right now, I mean, I think 
again, this is a good test for your defense. You can see you can you can build on that side of the ball, obviously moving forward. Um, I think it's an embarrassment that NFL keeps letting them trot out these. I mean, look, I think it's good they're not playing Josh Allen. Because I think you've well, got because he's out for another th- one to three weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. But even, even when he came back, they should not be putting him back in this no. game. They, they didn't want to play him in the beginning of the year. They should have had a plan. Yeah. Uh, that, that it's just a horribly run franchise. Ryan, God bless you. Um, but you yeah. know, um, I, I think Chicago walks. If if this number, so this game started at, uh, open at eight and a half. It's down to minus ten. I, I don't love laying that many on Chicago right now, just because it's always hard when you have a yeah. double digit. Thing. But the more interesting number to me here is it stayed at 37 and a half. Yeah. I, I'm, I, it's a combination of the Buffalo and Chicago D's. Yeah, I'm just know. I'm betting the under on that just for fun. Yeah. You know? I have an over on that one, barely. I have oh! I have the Chicago winning 30 to 10. 30 to 10? Yeah, I think we'll cover it. Um, I think it'll be, but I only see Buffalo scoring because we fuck up. <laughs> so uh, it's, a defensive no, no, it's a defensive touchdown. Because <laughs> yeah. their defense is tough. Um, but it's I, true. The, but the difficulty, the thing that they won't be able to utilize is Tariq Cohen going in the backfield. They're not going to utilize. I think Trubisky's going to look at that pass rush that Buffalo have. Comes at you fast. They come at you furious. But if you can negate that pass rush and you give yourself a few beats, then I think that's we'll be able to beat them. And that's where I see it happening. I've got it 30 to 10. We'll be watching at Greenwood. Yeah. Um, uh, Ryan uh, will be back from his honeymoon, and uh, the first thing he'll do is run away from his wife and watch football. You know you're married. <laughs> okay, let's get into the 9 o'clock games. Uh, let's some, do it. This, this is some amazing. The 9 o'clock yeah. games are really the big ones. You call them the 4 o'clock games if you live in America, or the 1 p.m. games if you're on the West Coast. Let's start with a team that traded a guy to the team they're playing first week. Demarius Thomas uh, is, is traded from Denver to Houston. Um, you know, he dropped a lot of balls maybe anyway. Um, but uh, Case Keenum, also my big guy in this game, I've got Cortland, uh, Cortland Sutton. Uh, put him on your fantasy. This guy's 3,900 on DraftKings. He's going to be he's a rookie. They're just going to throw the ball to him if Case Keenum can hit him. Um, and um, obviously Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, but this is an interesting battle. The defense is in Denver. The forecast might be for snow. Uh, Denver's favored by 3.5 points, which is insulting because Houston is like starting to win. Houston's five and three. Denver's three and five. Uh, how does this work? What do you see in this one? Um, I think it's awesome that the Texans went out and got Demarius Thomas. I mean, even if he's just you know a, a really solid wide receiver too, that's huge for them because DeAndre Hopkins, I think is I think he's the unheralded. Besides, sure. there's Brown, there's Julio. I I I can I know Odell's amazing, but DeAndre Hopkins has never had a quarterback. Yeah. Up until Deshaun Watson, and he has been amazing. I mean, we've, he's been a highlight reel this year. Yeah. Uh, I think having somebody who actually, you know, with Fuller out, obviously lo- uh, losing him with an ACL tear, I think having Demarius Thomas, who is a legit, even at his age, a legit wide receiver too, will be great. And he'll, um, I think it also will just energize that offense. Yeah. Um, you know, the sad thing about it though is, is, you know, you've only got these short windows with these rookie quarter ads. The one thing the Texans still didn't do this offseason was sure up that offensive line, which yeah. I have no idea because they lost to Sean Watson last year because of it, and we were robbed of mm-hmm. what might have been a, a, a amazing rookie season. Yeah. Um, I think in this game, I think Denver is done. Um, I, I, I think their season's over. I think they're going to be rehaul. They're going to get rid of that coach. They're going to be rehauling everything. I think the Keenum experiment has failed, yeah. uh, even though I like Case Casey. in point. Yeah, yes. so um, I see this game as all Texans. Um, I think right now it's sitting 
Denver is actually, this is one of those weird games where you've got, uh, it might be a square home dog with Houston uh, at plus one, one and a half. I'm taking those points. Right. I, I don't know if Vegas is trying to track you in, but I'm taking those points. I don't think Denver, uh, I think Denver's defeated, to be right. honest with you, after last week. So I, I'm just surprised when you have Denver, when they're originally favorite three and a half points, and you've traded one of your wide receivers, he's going to tell them everything. Exactly. Like, how the fuck do you not expect that line <laughs> to drop? He's going to be like, they're going to do this, they'll do this, they'll do this. So, I mean, when you have a guy fresh off, you know, the playbook, fresh off everything, they're not going to have time to change the playbook. They're not going to have time to change things. He, he can actually sit and just say stuff with the coach. They're doing this. They're doing this. They're doing this. It's insider trading as far as I'm concerned. I got Houston winning this one 24 to 21. It'll be tough because Denver still has a bit of a defense. They will chase Watson. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I, I see Houston winning this one. Well, I think Watson's coming on, so I, I, I'm a little more bullish on them. The interesting thing is, now, if you're a Denver fan going to this game because it's in Denver, um, and, you, and you've been a, a big Demarius Thomas fan, you've got the jerseys, yeah. the kids got the jerseys, yeah. matching, everybody's going. What do you what do? You, you do? burn them. You burn them. <laughs> you burn them. They already them. said he's going to be in whatever their ring of honor, oh, he, horseshoe he did, he did of honor, touch, I, I did a real touching post to Denver. Yeah. It was like, thank you so much, blah, blah. Look, if I was at Denver at this game, it's going to be cold and snowing. I'd be stoned off my head. I would um, just be sitting there, yeah, man, this is great. I'd be like, Tally. <laughs> oh, man, we're winning the game right now. This is so cool. Uh, <laughs> no, Tally. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I, I just see this game, um, yeah, a, a good Houston win. Yeah. Here's a game, uh, this game, another good West Coast game. Man, All there's right. some great games. Yeah, there's some great games. Let's talk the Chargers and the Seahawks. Yeah. Five and two Chargers. Joey Bosa is still not coming uh, back. Seattle, four and three. Seattle, uh... You know, had the had the game in London. Um, San Diego doesn't have much of a pass rush, but Russell Wilson is still playing not bad football, man. He doesn't have a lot of tools. He has no offensive line. I worry. I worry for him like his mom. But he's going to die this week. Don't hurt Russell. Um, and so Melvin Gordon as well. Um, he's going to have a, a bit of a tough thing against the Seattle defense. Bobby Wagner, I'm sure, will be all over him. So uh, how do you see this game going? Seattle, um, this game was a pick em, I think, the last time. I mean, there were two points, wasn't it, for Seattle? Um, uh, and with a 48 point over under. Uh, yeah, this game is it's uh, minus one in Vegas right now. It opened at minus one. It's across all the boards. Um, is there any, I think outside of the Panthers, I think the sneakiest other team is also in the NFC and it's the Seahawks. Yeah. Uh, they started 0-2. They're 4-0. Um, they looked great last week. Um, I, we forget how good Russell Wilson is. I want to yeah. forget how good Russell Wilson is. Um, Sierra doesn't either. <laughs> Sierra. He was the virgin when I met him. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think they look really impressive. And also, let's not forget that, you know, granted, there's Bill Belichick, there's Andy Reid. Pete Carroll's a pretty damn good football coach. Yeah. And he's got a lot of young talent on that offense, which he likes. He got rid of, you know, everyone was bemoaning the end of the Legion of Boone. And that's, you know, that, that happens. But he's got a lot of really good talent on there. Yeah. And they're playing really well right now. Now, what's interesting, and this is the other team that, you know, us football files love, which is the Chargers. I mean, yeah. Phillip Rivers can play. He's, he's amazing. Looking, I mean, he's in the top five yeah. this year right now in terms of quarterbacks. Um, he They just had a bye. So, you know, they're going to be yeah. arrested. They're going to be coming to this game. Where is it in? Uh, it's in Seattle. It's in Seattle. Which is loud. It's going to be crazy. I mean, it doesn't yeah. really matter with the Chargers because yeah. all games yeah. are away games, basically. So, um, look, I, I really feel bullish about Seattle. I think this is going to be a great game. Yeah. You've got two marquee matchups that we're about to talk about, but this is 1B to those two other yeah. games. Um, if I had to pick, if I had to pick, 
I'm going to go Seattle just because of the home edge. Yeah. I think their crowd's really into it. It really affects them. Um, even with you know LA having oh god I said it. Uh, even with the Chargers having uh, having a week off, um, but I, I, I just like their momentum. That's yeah. four games in a row. I, I agree. I agree in Seattle in this one. I got them winning in this one, 24-21. Be a defensive battle. Joey Bosa still not being there. The problem that I, I will see them doing is I think they're going to use Tyler Lockett a lot. Because, um, again, LA is one of those teams that can't defend up the middle. And Tyler Lockett and, and Russell Wilson having a great series, yeah. playing well together this year. Um, I see them just sort of blasting through it. It'll be a tough defensive battle. Uh, Bosa is really missed on this defense. So I have this one, Seattle 24, Chargers 21. Also, the running game's been running on for them, too. So well, sorry. I mean, it's trying to shut down Melvin Gordon, which Seattle has been good at shutting down running backs. Right. You know, they've been stifling guys. Uh, Melvin Gordon had, you know, a bit of a rough week. But, you know, if you can stop him, you put a lot of pressure on Phillip Rivers. Right. Here's the next big game, man. There's another L.A. game. This is the game that was on Sky at 9 o'clock. We'll be watching this at Princess Alex, at least I will be, in Crouch End. Uh, 9 p.m. starts. The clocks do go back on Sunday. The 8-0 Rams facing New Orleans at home. Drew Brees is in a dome. I repeat, Drew Brees is in a dome. 6-1 New Orleans versus LA, which is 8-0. New Orleans at one and a half point favorites in this one. Um, is this disrespectful to the Rams who are undefeated? No. It's not. Um, the Rams uh, are going across the country to play in one of the hardest stadium, uh, domes to play in in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh the Superdome is a very tough venue. Drew Brees is almost unbeatable there. I know this for a fact because uh, every win that we've gotten in there has been celebrated yeah. with uh, not going to work the next sure. day. Yeah. So, um, look, it's 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 a pick 'em basically now in our minus one. Um, the Rams are the most uh, are the best team in football, I think. They have the best Roth, not just because of their record. They, especially if they have Cooper Cup back, which they're saying he might be back this week. That's which good. adds another wide receiver to their, their litany of Arsenal, wide receivers. Right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, they have the best running back in football. Yeah. They have a really stud quarterback that's playing great right now. They have defensive players across the, uh, 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 across the field, and they have what might be the next great coach in the NFL. So, mm-hmm. And they have Wade Phillips, too, as their defensive yeah. coordinator. So, um, you know, all that said, I, I, but I still like New Orleans in this game. Yeah. Um, I, and it's not, it's a combination of it, them being at home and everything that's on the line for this. This game is going to determine more than likely the NFC uh, home field advantage for the playoffs. Yeah. Um, if it goes through New Orleans, man, New Orleans might be playing a Super Bowl in my home, man. <laughs> like, that, that sucks. Oh. So I am rooting for the Rams to win this game. I will always be rooting against uh, the Saints to lose. But I, I really like New Orleans in this spot. I think it's, you know, the Rams. I don't think the Rams are going undefeated. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Actually, I've got the Rams to win this one. I have the Rams. Or, sorry. I've got the, the I was Saints. Say, <laughs> I disagree. I disagree with my disagreement of agreement. I I have the, the Saints winning this one 41-33. I think Alvin Kamara is going to beast through it because they're not going to be able to stop him. You know, you've got... Uh, you know, you've got Sam Donald, you've got all the outside pass rush that LA has, but you know, Drew Brees is arguably the one of the, probably the best when it comes to footwork now and the best at getting that ball out there. Um, you know, the more that New Orleans wins, the closer they get towards this Super Bowl. Um, so I, I really see this as an exciting game. 41-33, that's 77 points, but this is going to be a shootout. 
Um, and I see LA losing the first game. How is this over under only fifty nine? Like, how is it not at least six? I guess what they're what they're basically attributing it to is the Rams' defense. Yeah. Well, here's my thing. I was going to say about the defense. The thing that you know, having played in the same division, you know, my team plays in the same division, obviously with the Saints and and, and uh, Sean Payton. Sean Payton maybe doesn't always have great defenses, but what he does is have great offensive plans that play into the defense that he has, yeah. and that's what he's going to do. He's going to play a game that allows these long ass drives. He's going to keep the Rams offense and keep that defense on the field. And he, and, and Drew Brees knows how to do there. And they may not go for the kill every single time. Like that's exactly yeah. what the Rams play. They play this big, awesome, fun offense. The saints will play them in a way that keeps that defense on the field for hours. And if they can, if they can keep that ball and keep them on yeah. the field, they will lose. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think it's gonna be a great game. Come watch with us at the princess Alex. It's gonna yeah. be amazing. Now we're going to go to the next game, which will probably be watched at my house. Uh, <laughs> anyone who's taken off Monday, uh, yeah, which a lot of friends, our friends, will be. Green Bay at New England. Our friend Andre won't be here for this one. I mean, Boo. obviously Green Bay's played the Rams, which New Orleans is going to use as a template. Uh, but Green Bay at New England, uh, you got Green Bay 3-3-1, three, three, and one, New England 6-2. Six and Six-point favorites in this one of the 56-point over-under. Green Bay has just obviously dealt ha-ha Clinton Dix. Um, which is going to affect their defense, obviously, because, you know, Bill Belichick looks for, he always looks for one person to take out, you know, and it's probably going to be Devontae Parker in this one, or Devontae Adams, sorry. Um, oh, Adams, yeah. Yeah, Devontae Adams. Um, but, you know, Gronk it's will not be... not going to be Ty Montgomery. No. <laughs> um, and I like Aaron Jones in this one as well. Um, you can't cover everything. Um, you don't know if Sonny Michelle is going to be back. Um, but Brady and Belichick, you know, this is this is something they're prepping for. You know, obviously they've had, they've had a short week as well. But you know, this is in Green Bay. I mean, you got Rodgers, Rodgers, Brady. How the fuck do we not want to see this? Yeah, you know? I know. Um, it's a, if it wasn't for Rams Saints, this game would be just it's a blockbuster. And, mm-hmm. and th- thank you, the NFL, for starting us off poorly on Thursday and ending us really well on Sunday night. Um, look. I know I talked a little crap about uh, New England earlier in the podcast, but um, they are a really good team, obviously. Yeah. And as I said, they have the best coach. They have probably the best quarterback, even though he's 41. Um, they've got they're, they're starting to come on. They got Edelman back. Um, you know, they looked really good last week. Of course, it was playing the Bills, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, and that defense is pretty solid. With that said. Uh, all that said, Green Bay is not as good a team. No. They do not have a great defense. They really are questionable in some spots. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers is freaking He'll amazing. He'll get you into the game. Yeah, exactly. You in the game. And, and the thing is, I don't want to bet against either one no. of these teams. But I think I think a desperate Aaron Rodgers, uh, who is – he's great. Yeah. And he wills greatness. Out of, he, he can go in – and knock this team off. I, I kind of think the Patriots, and I, I, I do think fat and happy. Like yeah. they've already lost a couple. They, Bill Belichick doesn't give a shit about the record. He knows he's going to win the NFC East. He's probably going to have home field advantage after beating the Chiefs. I, I like the Packers going in and, and, and having a boxer's chance, to yeah. a sucker chance, sucker punch. What is that? A su- a su- a sucker punch is not, yeah. a, it's not <laughs> it's a good a, thing in boxing. No, no. When you hit a, someone a, when they don't a boxer's, shit. A puncher's chance. A That's puncher's what chance. Yeah. All right. Um, I mean, yeah, obviously, you know, that when you look at it, too, New England played the Bills last week. They didn't score a touchdown. It was the first time Brady hasn't scored a touchdown this season. So, obviously, people are going to look at that. You know, Green Bay doesn't have that same defense. But this is going to be a back and forth. Green Bay is going to have to use Aaron Jones. 
Um, I have New England winning this one, but, but not covering the spread. I have this as New England 40, Green Bay 37, but it's going to be one of those the last two minutes that we're all sitting at the edge of our seat going, oh my God, it's almost 4.30 in the morning. Are we, uh, are we allowed to do a little Vegas side corner on this game? Yeah, okay, sure. Vegas side corner, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so this game opened at, at minus seven. It's sitting at anywhere between five and a half minus six right now. So let's talk about right. a couple of things. First of all, uh, is that disrespect? You asked me that earlier. Is it disrespectful to Aaron Rodgers for him to be almost a touchdown dog on the on the road again? Again? Uh, well, I mean, he covered it. They covered it last week, so I mean, that was a scary one. But yeah, I, I think it's disrespectful. I, I think anytime you throw it up to like the seven point range when you got a team like that, but they're three, three, and one. So right. you know, they're that's something there. Okay. So the other thing I would say too is if you know you know anything about sports gambling, especially in Vegas. The public loves New England, always has, yeah. has since the whole entire Tom Brady era. And the public loves Green Bay. These are yeah. two huge public teams. I got a website here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to click on it really quick and see. It tells me um, where the public betting chart is on this game. And I'm going to guess it's 50-50 right now. Uh, it is, wow, it is 43-57. Who do you think? Uh, for the 43 for Packers, 57 for Patriots. Yeah. Because it's probably done out of Boston. Yeah. And uh, I, look, I'm taking the points in Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I it's sitting, you know, it's a, it's a game where I just think Aaron Rodgers, even if he loses, he's not going to, he's not going to lose by a touchdown unless, yeah. unless his friends on the, on the Green Bay, like a Ty Montgomery who's been jettisoned, yeah. who's been sent away, uh, um, does something stupid. But, um, I, you know. I still think probably New England's the better team here long term. It's going to be a great game. Uh, it's going to be really close, but I can see Green Bay dropping to three, four, and one after this. Do you really think this? I think well, if they lose, they're three, four, and one, right? Yeah. And then New England will be seven and two, which then starts moving them up. It's it's just you know New England is prepped for this. Uh, I just I don't. If he had more tools at his disposal, if he had a better offensive line, if he had. A, you know, they're probably going to take out Jimmy Graham as well. So they're, they're going to focus on one oh, guy. Yeah, that's true. They're going to focus on one guy. Yeah. And Belichick always makes sure he takes one out. Yeah, but Graham hasn't been that good. I mean, he's, he's been, been good. He's been consistent. He he's been you. consistent, but he's not the guy you You need target. 15 yards, you hit him, you know? Yeah. Whereas Rob Gronkowski, I think, is... I, I think this is probably Rob Gronkowski's last, last year. year. Yeah, he looks uh, like a He was like a dead horse. He can barely move. He's probably jacked full of pills. What do you think? Let's. Uh, this is a Ryan thing. What do you think about... Uh, no, that was my worst Ryan question. <laughs> what do you think about... Yeah. The Buffalo Bills. Um, what, what, what do you think about this uh, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers uh, sort of uh, man loving that we've been oh, seeing? Oh, that Michael Jordan commercial. Do you see that? Uh, no, I haven't seen that. You've seen the Michael Jordan? Oh, you got to uh, see it. Michael Jordan is his commercial. It's like the greatest. Well, he does it for Sunday Night Football. You should watch it. Everyone watch it. It's a Sunday Night Football. Who's the greatest? Because, you know, there's always everyone talking about Jordan, who's the greatest. And he did this. They both wear the same number. They both have the same jersey. And it's like, who is the greatest? You don't know. Um, That's look, awesome. it's a it's a legacy thing to see. Obviously, these two are not going to face each other in the Super Bowl this year, um, but it's a great matchup. I think they really respect each other. Um, you but know. Tom Brady is pouring it on. Oh, he's always he was it. like, oh, if, if if Aaron Rodgers is a Patriot, he throws seven thousand yards. Like, uh, shut. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they both gush over each other. They probably at the end of the day go home and go, you cunt. You know? <laughs> Do you know how old uh, Aaron Rodgers is? What is he, 34? He is 34. Oh. He feels like he's like 37. You'd think so. With the amount of injuries, he probably is. Um, but right. it'd be a good game. Let's go to our last game, the Monday night game. We'll wrap this podcast up after this. Tennessee, 3-4. and four. Dallas, 3-4. and four. Um, No one really cares about these teams. Amari Cooper, it's going to be his first time playing with Dallas. 
with um, Dak Prescott, who is not a deep threat quarterback, even though they said they wanted a deep threat pass uh, wide receiver. Um, you know, Tennessee gave up 11 sacks to Baltimore uh, the last time they played. Dallas's defense has been playing really good. A lot of people have picked them up in fantasy. Um, but this game, you know, Tennessee's defense can be can be hard as well. They've been they've been really keeping it. They keep the outside. Actually, they've they've been full on. They stop the run. I don't know how Ezekiel Elliott's going to have a good game on this one. Um, but this game, Monday night game, I'll be in bed. Uh, what do you see in this one? Uh, well, I mean, the key is what what offense shows up for the Titans. I mean, what what does Mariota do? Um, you know, they've been incredibly inconsistent on that side of the ball. Um, they haven't been scoring. You had a lot of excitement going in with Mike Rabel this year as the head coach. I think you've seen some good things. But they were supposed to re- – every year is the, the Titans year to turn that corner. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I don't know. It's – I mean, Mariota – can be good, but he's not consistent. No. And you're scoring in the low teens every single week. Um, I think Dallas is poorly coached. I think Dallas has great t- talent. Um, I think, like you said, I think they're in a weak division. And I think, you know, I don't really know how good they are. I, I, I just put both these teams in this meteoric c- category. As far as this game is concerned, I think it's Dallas's to lose. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't. I think. The, I think the Titans. They're gonna they're gonna probably show up, but I mean, as you can see, Vegas likes uh, the Cowboys at minus five and a half at home. Where yeah. now, um, you know, with Amari Cooper, you know, it's probably gonna take him a week or so. He'll probably get a touchdown. What you think? They're gonna try to get the force the ball to him a little bit. Um, I don't, I, you know, I think if Dallas's defense can do enough, which it seems to be the case against against the Titans this year, I think this is, this game is is not gonna be yeah. Uh, I mean, you're talking about Jason Garrett. The only championship he's ever been to is the World Series. Um, <laughs> so I don't imagine that ever changing. Uh, this, to me, is just one of those Monday night games where I'll be glad I'm asleep. Um, it, it'd be back and forth game. I think Marietta will hustle and bustle. But the end, Dallas will win this one. I've got a Dallas 24, Tennessee 21. Uh, again, it's not something I would put any fantasy points. I wouldn't even bet on the game. It's just no. one of those. Oh, stay away. It's one sure. of those Monday night like blah. I'm kind of hungover Sunday, and I will be hungover. But Sunday will be so good. Sunday is gonna be so. The hungover. car to Sunday. You can ignore Thursday. You can ignore Monday night. You can yeah. go out with the girlfriend, take her to a movie, do whatever. Or take the boyfriend out from whatever exactly. it is. Yeah. Or bring your girlfriend to the Greenwood to meet us. Oh, we can definitely be at the Greenwood. Uh, so we'll be at the Greenwood on uh, on Sunday night, and then also the Princess Alex and Crouch and afterwards. Um, it's been week nine. Chapman, thanks for joining us. Ah, thanks week. for it's having been me. It's so good. Yeah. You're, you're actually way better than Ryan. And, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, better, better looking. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's, even his wife says that. Um, so, yeah, it's good. I appreciate this. This is NFL in London, guys. If you like this, please subscribe, share it. We're on iTunes, we're on uh, SoundCloud, we're everywhere. Uh, thanks for joining us. Enjoy week nine and come see us this week. Yeah.